Oh. Hi guys, welcome back to Mini Badoos. Um, this is Christopher, and I'm here with a special guest. My dearest friend, Cameron. Hi. You know, <laughs> can you introduce yourself, you know, drop your social media, let the people know who you are. That's a lot. <laughs> um, but I'm Cameron Brooks. Um, I'm a writer. Ooh, ooh, shout out to the I don't writers. know what else I am. A writer thinker. I always put this in my fucking. This is my Jack bio. Oh. Graduate student writer thinker. Um, <laughs> don't come up here with that DL shit. So I know. No. Um, but yeah, I'm just a writer. Finishing up my masters in May, and uh, my social media is like my Instagram is at the ordinary queer boy, um, and that's primarily where I am. So just go there. <laughs> I don't. I have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Um, and you'll be able to find whatever else you need from that. So just follow me on Instagram. Thanks. So, um, you know, Cameron, you stated that you you're in grad school. Mm-hmm. So you've essentially seen, I would say, the gay culture of A and T throughout you know, your time here. Mm-hmm. And so how how do you think it's changed? Because I've been, I took some breaks mm-hmm. and I've been like back and forth. So, but I've been seeing like bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But you've been here for like, you know, yeah, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what has been going on? How have you like, have you seen things change within the gay culture? Um, so just to start from, like, the present, like, there is, like, I don't, I'm definitely not a part of, like, A&T's, like, gay scene at all mm-hmm. as a graduate student. Um, right now, like, I have a few friends that are still in undergrad, like, gay friends who are still in undergrad finishing their bachelors, mm-hmm. but other than that, I don't know any, I don't know any new queens, I don't know any... I don't know any of y'all. Um, <laughs> None of you. Like, I see y'all on campus. You either look at me or you look at the ground. Um, I'll be trying to say hey, but it's all right. I mean, well, Cameron, you know, you have very nice features. Thanks. You're, very, you're a very attractive person. Oh, thank so you. So it's hard. It may be hard for some people to simply speak. I know. guess, but you that know, that might be very hard for them. I get it, but I mean, also no. <laughs> like you can just say hello. But it's nice that you give the effort, you know. To yeah, speak. I mean, I try. Like I've been trying since I got here, undergrad. People don't even want to say hello. Um, so I just be like, well, fuck it. Then. Sometimes, <laughs> some days, when the sun's out, I say hey. When the sun is not out, I look straight through you. It's like, no, no, I don't, no, I don't. I'm nice. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so like, it's, I don't, I'm not in the culture at all now, mm-hmm. um, and so I just have no way to gauge what A&T's gay culture is like at all. Like, I don't know sure. what's happening, I don't know what's happening with the Proud. Oh, um, I, 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 I saw, I got an email that they were doing the Proud Week. Mm-hmm. I can't remember for what month, but they were doing it. Yeah, I got that too, and... Unfortunately, I didn't look at it, but that's not, I mean, it's, I don't look at a lot of emails. No tea, no shade. It's it's nothing personal. (laughs) Um, I'm just bad at looking at emails. Like, that's just who I am. But yeah, I I know they're still running, but I just don't know. I see. I didn't know that. I didn't, I thought they disbanded. No. I don't know how I knew they didn't, but they didn't, no. But yeah, so I don't know what's happening, but like, when I got here... As a freshman, mm-hmm. um, everything was just new. I mean, when you come as a freshman, everything's new, and like I was already kind of like that ostracized guy because mm-hmm. right. I came in. Um, my style was very not black and right. very grungy, very like um, it was just very I grunge. feel as though, yeah, because you, yeah, your aesthetic, you brought a different aesthetic when you popped up on the yard. Yeah. I will say that. <laughs> and then you brought the other, the other girls with you, you know. Uh, stop it. They're very, like, I mean, the concept that you girls gave. LOL. 
was always spot on, you know. <laughs> Thank you. All down to like the behavior, you know, the angst. Ooh. You know. Ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. It's okay. No, I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was a ter- I was terrible as a freshman. Like just an absolute horror. You're figuring yourself out. Everyone yeah. goes through it. Yeah. But I could have been nicer. <laughs> I could have been less mean. I just wasn't I just wasn't there. Um and so like I was very much interested in finding gay men and like, you know, mm-hmm had a few friends but like just because I was such like a weird looking guy Mm -hmm. um it took a while and because I was also really bougie I didn't want to mingle with everybody Mm -hmm. um but just the gay scene back then it seemed more vibrant like people were out like you knew who was gay you could spot them like yeah went to parties went to the clubs and I guess all that is still here I just don't cause as I I was I don't see it yeah cause as I was like I mean, getting higher up, of course, like, you mature and things don't aren't as fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but just by, by junior and definitely senior year, like, the scene just kind of, like, started to get less fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I guess people were graduating or I don't know what was going on, but, like, it just lost a lot of its spark. Yeah. Um, sorry for that interruption, you know. No, like this nigga just came up to this room. This nigga came up to this room and knocked on the window. Oh, no. Like, he knew us. Do you know him? I did know him. Oh, you did know him? uh, Okay, because I was about to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yo, niggas ain't got no tact these days. Like, they don't know. You don't know what I'm doing. At our illustrious university. (laughs) I'm just like, sis, you got to go downstairs and register for it. You're going to have to wait. (laughs) Yeah, like he does. But, I mean, I understand his point. Anyway. Right, anyway. So, you're discussing... Yes. Freshman year, you know, your disconnect from the gay culture here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, freshman year, I wanted to be in it. Sophomore year, I was in it, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. Junior year, I was in it, and it was getting boring. And then senior year, I was kind of out of it. <laughs> and then grad school, I'm completely so far removed from it that I don't even know what the fuck... I don't know what... I don't know... I don't know what's going on. Like, my only link to gay culture now is definitely, like, jacked. Oh. And that's not even a link for real. Yeah. Jacked and grinder and shit. And, like, I barely go to the club. barely have any gay friends. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I barely have any friends anyway. But I have even fewer gay friends. I mean, friends. you have Michael. Yeah. Shout out to Michael. Shout out you to have Michael. Oni. Oni ain't gay. I mean, but she's a friend. Yeah. But I thought you were talking about gay friends. I mean, I was talking about in general as well. Okay. Well, yeah. I have quite a a few friends. But yeah, I don't have many girlfriends. I got Doug and Jamal. Oh, yeah. Jamal's gone. Doug's still here. Um, I have some. Yeah, you do. I need to rekindle a lot of these relationships, but... Because you've been absent mind. Not absent, I've just been in fucking grad school. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. There's that. You know, the master. Yeah, and just. That, that, that does take time. Yeah, just trying to make sure I don't fucking flunk anything. Um, <laughs> that's been tough. But yeah, the gay scene has definitely. I don't know, it just got really boring. And it might be just that, you know, I had my run and that's it. Mm hmm. Um, and maybe that's just something that people go through, which I don't think is real because you see the same girls. Like, I feel like girls from five years ago are still in these clubs. Yeah. Um, yes, definitely. You, yes. I have recently went out and I still saw the same people that I, and I was like, I went away for like a year. Mm-hmm. I've like a couple of years <laughs> and come back and y'all still here. Yeah. It's really shocking. Yeah. It is really scary because it's just like I love that you get in your life, sis, but also like 
is this the life you want to be getting? And it's only for like a weekend though, like not even that a night. And then you have to go, like you have to go, like you have to have a day job at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Yeah, it's a lot. And I mean, that's cool, but that's not, no, I'm not trying to, no, not here at least, not clubbing no. here. Yeah, it's, it's boring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't really tell if it's Greensboro's gay scene or if mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, you're in a college town, you come to college, you go to, you know, you're out and blah, blah, having fun. And then you just get bored of it. But I just feel like back in freshman and sophomore year, like the clubs used to be jumping. Mm-hmm. And now that's just not happening in Greensboro. Like I went out like, how long ago? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. But last time I went out, like the club was not packed. I mean, of course, I got drunk and had a good time. <laughs> but it's just like the clubs aren't oh, as packed as I used to feel they were. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's because everybody's trying to go to fucking Charlotte. Everybody go to Charlotte. All the time. It's annoying. Like, Scorpios is fucking ugly, first and foremost. <laughs> it's an ugly-ass venue. No! <laughs> so, I mean, shit. I went there one time, and the shit was ugly. <laughs> It's small and ugly. I'm thinking I'm about to walk into a fucking palace or something the way y'all motherfuckers be talking about Scorpios. <laughs> the shit is one floor. The bar is tiny. <laughs> and I was just very insulted. Who was talking about like it's so No, badly. like the girls used to just be like, oh, I'm going to Scorpios this weekend. And like, oh. I'm trying to get an outfit. And I oh. get all that. But the way y'all, oh my God, the way people used to talk about Scorpios. They made it seem like it was goddamn club heaven. Mm. And I walked up in that bitch. And I was like, this is it. And then I got very sad. But it helps. Alcohol helps. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess I just wasn't drunk enough when I walked in. <laughs> um, but I left drunk as hell because I, I had pre-game. to get drunk. Okay, I, mean... I was pre-gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was drunk. I just won't drunk enough, I guess. <laughs> At that point, like I, I've really gotten to the point now when I go out with my friends that I'll end up leaving early. I'll still oh, be drunk, no. yeah. but yeah, I'll leave the club early because it's like I've had my fun. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go sit in the car now, Damn. You know, get some sleep. Oh my <laughs> god, it's got to that. Yeah, and then I go to class and I'm working all the time, mm-hmm. so it's either that and then I was like yeah wow I'm so sorry and then I can't handle alcohol like I used to so. damn we can't god damn I hear you though <laughs> I mean I drink wine now for the most part yes fancy bands you know you know I've been drinking like wine since undergrad so <laughs> right, well, I remember you coming I think you came into my um, my apartment that I had at Campus Crossing over by UNCG a while ago. It was a long time ago. I think it was like my junior year. And... That was three years ago? Yeah. And... You brought like... You brought... You was the only person to bring red. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And everybody else brought white. I mean... At the end of the day, we were still, you know, the goal was still to get drunk. What was this? I cannot remember. I mean, I feel like my apartment was always, always had people in it. Mm-hmm. But we would have, like, these gatherings all the time with oh. just our friends. And then they would bring people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Damn. I think you came with Michael one time. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you brought the red. Oh, yeah, I love me some red, Lord. Yeah. And then I tasted it, and I was like, oh, wow. It's very robust. <laughs> yes. Robust and full, honey. A full body red. I need me a Ooh, full body red. It's so heavy. It, yes, it feel like, tastes like, it feel like blood on your tongue. <laughs> that's, that's what gets me. But you mentioned that you wanted to travel after you finished grad school. Mm-hmm. What are some of the places that you want to visit? Um, I'm actually not fucking picky at all. Like, mm-hmm. so my birthday's coming up, and we're going to fucking Asheville, Asheville, okay. North Carolina. Like, 
And it's just like, I just want to, because I lived in North Carolina all my life. Like, I've been here for fucking 20, almost 24 years. That's fucking crazy. But mm-hmm. I don't know what North Carolina looks like at all. Really? Yeah, I do not. I have, like, I don't know how I can ever pretend to be so bougie when I have not fucking traveled anywhere. Like, the farthest I've gone west is to Utah. I mean, like, you've seen Utah. Most people haven't been to Utah. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty close. I uh, went there for Sundance. Mm-hmm. Farthest north Ooh, I went. That experience. Segway, sorry. You know, it's that fine. That is a fun <laughs> fact. How was Sundance? It was cool. It was very white, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and you know that, like, most festivals are for privileged people because... Yeah. You need money to get in an Uber. You need money to fucking book an expensive ass hotel because mm-hmm. it's gonna be expensive because it's fucking Sundance. Mm-hmm. You need money to go to screenings. You need money to get like passes. Like the passes were hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, the individual tickets for shows were like 20, 30 bucks each. Food was expensive. You gotta catch the train or the bus or something some places. Um, Is it always hosted in Utah? I think so. It's always in. Um, What's that fucking... What's that city there? Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. And, like, Salt Lake City and some other cities. Or some other areas. Some very... I don't know. It's, like, all in this one, like, cluster fuck of places (laughs) there. Um, But I think it is always in Utah. I think. So, did you see any... um, Did you see any movies while you were there? Did you go to any screenings? Yes. I went to one experimental screening. Mm -hmm. Um, This black guy was doing some very experimental <clears throat> shit and it was like animations mm-hmm. plus like people um and from what I can remember it was actually quite traumatic because like it was just very gory oh. very like surreal mm-hmm. and it was quite scary like I oh. felt uncomfortable oh. um but I was enjoying the experience as an experience not necessarily enjoying it but like this is an experience that I need to have for my mm-hmm. life so let me just enjoy it the best way that I can um and so I saw that I can't remember who it was or what it was but it was really fucking freaky and it was late at night and it was just it was just so much and I already got phobias of white people so it's just like there are some freaky whites in here and a bunch of people got a, a bunch of people started getting up and leaving because of the kind of movie that it was it was just so much like there was incest in it oh no and like a whole bunch of other just very crazy shit and then this black guy walks on stage with a faux fur. And, I mean, I was here for it. Um, so I saw that. I can't remember who did that. But then, the reason why I was there is because my boyfriend at the time had gotten, he had been starting a movie. He had started a movie that was showing there. Mm-hmm. And so we got to see all the short stories in his section, including his. And some of those short stories were very, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I really only got to see two different, like, sessions or showings. Um, and the rest of the time, we just got to eat, and um, we're wa- we're wandering around for a lot of the time, being fucking lost. <laughs> and uh, it was just cold as fuck, so being also cold and lost. And of course, I'm from the fucking south, so I don't got a goddamn snowsuit. And it's just I'm just layered down, trying my best to survive, having some fucking Doc Martin slipping. Oh, and it's just like no grip no grip oh. it was so much like every day we came to the cabin we were there for like all of three days mm-hmm. and you're just exhausted walking through snow walking through people encountering micro racist aggressions like spending fucking money traveling it was so much it was so but I'm sure it's really nice for rich people who can afford like snow suits and snow boots <laughs> and goddamn premium warm clothing and goddamn don't got to worry about transportation or getting mm-hmm. a Lyft or an Uber or don't got to worry about shit. So yeah, Sundance is one of those festivals like that's very much like you need money to be comfortable because it's cold as fuck. <laughs> and yeah, you can't go there bro because you will die. <laughs> So, there's that. So, besides that, where else have you visited? <laughs> um, been to Florida, don't remember that. The furthest, furthest no, the, fur, the farthest north I've been, I think, is New York. Mm-hmm. And just came back from New York, and that's cool. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, the East Coast. But, like, the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. 
I ain't been no fucking where. And it's just like, once I do get traveled, bitch, I'm going to be unstoppable. Yeah. Because I'm going to be real bougie for real. I mean, because you still have Texas. Never been to Texas. Never been to California. Um... I haven't been anywhere. I mean, never internationally? Been the, no. Right, never been out of the state or out of the country. The Bahamas? Never been to Bahamas. Nowhere. And then you have to, I feel like you should revisit Florida too because Miami's a fun time. Don't go during like the spring break season mm-hmm. because we have seen the outcome of that on social media. So, you know, go during a different season like regular mm-hmm. vacation season. Mm-hmm. And... It's a really good time. KODs is a really fun time. You know, the girls are nice. What is that? A strip club? Yeah. I'm not going to a strip club. <laughs> I refuse to go to a strip club. Why, Cameron? I refuse to go to a strip club with girls in it. <laughs> like, I love strippers. Mm-hmm. But... And it's just like, I possibly could get aroused in a strip club. But it's also just like like a regular one. But it's also like I know that I like dudes. I'll go to a gay strip club. If there are no gay strip clubs, then or like a male strip club, not a gay one, a male one. Mm-hmm. If there are no male strip clubs, then I just see the point in going to a strip club. I'd rather read a book. I mean, you know, everyone has their own personal opinion on that matter. Yeah, like what am I going there to do? <laughs> to just give people money? I don't find that to be a you good have to time. Support them sometimes. They got plenty support. You know. (laughs) They got plenty support. They don't need my broke man dollars. Uh They don't. Because I'm about, I'm bringing a max, like, 20. And I'm going to throw one every, like, 5 to 10 minutes. Like, I just don't see, I don't see myself doing that. Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I never understood why, like, people are so obsessed with strip clubs. So, where are some other places that you want to visit? Do I want to visit? Mm-hmm. I want to go to Canada, but that place is fucking cold. Um, so I need to be rich to go there. And of course, I like the basic stuff like Paris, London, which is mm-hmm. also cold. I want to go to West Africa and a whole bunch of African West Africa. countries. I don't fucking know. I just want to go. <laughs> I don't know shit about the world, really. I'm really like a basic ass nigga who just can but write you gonna, good. I mean, but you're you're a researcher too, Cameron. Yeah, you'll, true. You'll look something up really quickly. Yeah, I can get it, but it's just like I don't got it right now. I do want to visit Cuba mm-hmm. before, but I mean, I'm not going to be able to get there before they get to put the ban on or whatever. What ban? They're trying to put a ban back up. I mean, they were banning. What was it? What were they doing? Like a while Obama was in office. I mean, he lifted oh, the embargo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They lifted that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to go now because now they're going to be very much Americanized. You know, I wanted to experience Cuba while it was not like influenced so much by trade and stuff like that from America. Mm-hmm. Cause you know. But now I feel like it's probably going to be different. And by the time I'll be able to get there, it's probably going to be completely different than what it is now. So have you... Segue. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the news? You know, are you a news girl? Do you keep up with the time? I try. What happened? Um, well, I just learned this this morning in one of my communications class. Um, classes. But there was another school shooting in Maryland. Today? Yesterday? This morning, yeah. Holy shit. I was shook too. Damn. It was on our current events quiz. I obviously got it wrong because I talked about, you know, another, um, I feel like key member of the White House was leaving. Mm -hmm. That's what I put on the paper. Mm -hmm. Well, so they asked, what's the most current event or Mm -hmm. what? What do you mean, what's the most current event? And then the thing was, she told us that we were going to have a quiz today on a chapter in the book. Mm -hmm. But she walked in and was like, I'm going to turn it into a current event quiz. I would have been like, um, first of all, the premise of these quizzes is flawed. (laughs) Because a current event can be any event that has occurred currently. And just because you saw that shit on the news don't mean that's current to me. 
she was like, it was breaking news, guys. So you mean current breaking news? Or what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Current breaking event? Or what? What is the tea here, miss? Because you got me fucked up. Listen, I just sit and I'm like, well, I'm just going to pass this class and just go about my business. I'm not. If that's what you want to do, then we'll do it. Holy shit. No. <laughs> but no, I didn't hear about that. And... Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Actually, no, I don't feel like that. A gun ban or a gun restriction is not happening. Not with Trump in the White House. (laughs) So, I mean, everybody up here, you know, all the kids and stuff from the schools are, like, you know, doing walkouts and protesting and stuff. I mean, I just doubt it'll happen, Mm -hmm. even if y'all white. (laughs) Like... Y'all got white privilege too, but I really just don't think it's gonna happen. Especially while Trump's in the White House, cause I'm sure he's getting fucking paid. God damn it. And that nigga is all about his money. If he about anything, he about his fucking money. So guns ain't going nowhere. Cause he's getting fucking paid, okay? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> jump into a different subject. How is your um, dating life? Do you have one? No, I don't. I have jack hookups and um, loneliness. <laughs> Those are the two options currently. Do you feel like that's? Do you feel like that's a part of the culture? What? Jack. The culture mm, of Jack. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Jack. Like most of the dating apps are not hooked up for j- dating. They're not geared for dating. They're geared for sex. Mm-hmm. Like the way that they're constructed, they're geared for sex, not dating. And they just say it's a dating app so that they don't have to say it's a sex app because that's vulgar. And now we wouldn't support sex apps. We want people to have love. No, the fuck you don't. <laughs> Every all of your fucking advertisements are naked fucking men and draws. <laughs> there's no there's no way that you're trying to actually help people find love like there's just no fucking way um so yeah I think it's definitely built <clears throat> into the apps and I think that we support the apps and so we support that kind of sexualized shit um I mean I have met like I have met one person from a dating app who I completely was just so happy with <laughs> like just so totally like he could probably be my husband one day oh. um but now he's in london because he plays violin in london mm. he was here <laughs> for a short time getting his waiting for his work visa to go back to london to play mm-hmm. and we had our thing and it was great and then he left oh, and it sucked took your heart with him I guess. <laughs> he ain't give a fuck about me. Um, but no, it was a really good time. And that's been the only really good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, like, consistently. Because it was over, like, the month of January. Like, that whole January we were together. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything else has been, like, sex. But, like, wanting intimacy. Or intimacy wanting sex. Or, like trying to date me but then like I find out you're like not a good person mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and so it's really tough and then like you just at a certain point you just kind of resign yourself to the idea that like okay this is the culture of this app and also after you figure out like a lot of people like a lot of black men generally but especially black queer <clears throat> men have a lot mm-hmm. of trauma have had a lot of trauma in their lives and um, just, I don't think are capable of having a substantial or a significant relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big generalization because I don't really think I'm able to do that shit either. But I'm I'm working really hard at being able to get there. A lot mm-hmm. of people just aren't working to try and get to a place where they can accept and give love to another human being. Right. Um. And so once you realize, like, because I feel like. Someone told me that the statistic for um, sexual abuse for a black man is like every three out of four black men have been sexually abused or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it is three out of four. Um, I think. <laughs> I want to look it up. I think it's three out of four. And when you realize the just the mass of that number, mm-hmm. like, it really gets you thinking like, okay, 
this is why this guy doesn't want me to like hold him a certain way or this is why God doesn't want me to touch his ass or this is why mm. guy only tops or this is why guy only bottoms or this is why this guy's DL or whatever like you mm. just realize like all of these like restrictions or whatever these preferences are derived from some kind of experience mm-hmm. and like I'm just a gay guy I'm I'm verse I fucking bottom when I want to mm-hmm. I don't like pain mm-hmm. actually I do but it's just <laughs> like I just I just need it when I want it you know uh-huh. um, like I have my own traumas I have my own baggage Right. But I've also been able to work through a lot of that shit. And right now, at the point where I'm at now, like, I want something substantial. I want something. I want someone who knows how to love. I want mm-hmm. someone who I enjoy, blah, 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 blah. And I've had that before, so I know I can achieve that. Um, and I don't have too many, like, sexual hangups. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I'm not afraid of being submissive. I'm not afraid of being dominant. I'm not afraid of, like, flip-flopping. I'm not afraid of fucking sucking dick or eating ass. I'm not afraid of bottoming or topping. Like, Mm -hmm. some of these niggas are (laughs) legit afraid of sucking a dick because they like it, but they don't want to. Like, it's fucking crazy. It is so fucking crazy. No, I, I swear. It is so fucking crazy. Like, niggas like sucking dick but mm-hmm. they don't want to suck dick because that means that they are something or like right. something happened to them like it's crazy um it's just society you know yeah i get it like i absolutely get it but mm-hmm. i also get like there are ways that you can work through these kind of emotions and and, and like issues right like there's therapy and therapy is expensive i just mm-hmm. wrote a piece on therapy it is fucking expensive but like, I know that your life can't be happy. Mm. Like, because you just can't be yourself. So I know that you're not happy. And... I don't know. Like, I just... I just... I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't know. So has your, um, has your mentor helped you a lot with this? You know? With all my stuff? With your growth, yeah. With um, your baggage and all that. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, like, he's definitely just made me question myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's been his general mode of, like, mentoring. It's just, like, questioning. Mm-hmm. So. Even when he's in professor mode. Yes, even when he's in the fucking classroom, like, he's asking the fucking <laughs> class questions. Like, that's just the way that and he does it. And we just sit there like, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> and he'll, and he'll, you'll sit in silence until you answer. Um, and so he's just done that, but like double time with mm-hmm. me as a mentor, like just, so why do you think that's happening? Um, what do you think that means? And like, that just made me get into very, um, intentional modes of reflection where I just had to really sit back and think like, okay, why do I have control issues? Mm-hmm. Why, um, <laughs> why am I kind of? I mean, just generally, why am I really fucked up? Like, so it was just that same questioning that he does mm-hmm. in the class. It's what he does with me as a mentor. And I mean, when you're forced to do that because you're doing it every day mm-hmm. with someone that you have said that you want their help, um, it just really makes you kind of tackle all that stuff that happened before. Um, and I mean, you grow from it. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm also a reader, so I read about a lot of shit. And um, I'm a writer, too, so I have to be able to express a lot of things. And when you start writing about your own experience, that's really when shit gets real. Yeah, like, that if you can. Writing, writing things out does help. Mm-hmm. It releases a lot. Yeah, if you can be honest with the page about mm-hmm. your own experience, like, you're either going to end up crying or you're going to end up smiling. Like, because there's just no way to run from it at that point like mm-hmm. you can't distract yourself because you're just in it there's mm-hmm. no way to be out of it when you're writing unless you're just writing bullshit but <laughs> then I don't consider that writing so whatever <laughs> so are you watching any TV right now? Um, don't have a TV haven't had one since I was in high school um, but I mean if you mean like TV like Netflix and shit yeah yeah what am I watching on Netflix? What are you watching on Netflix? What does Cameron watch on Netflix? So honestly, I just watch a bunch of anime. 
Oh, shout I'm out that, to anime. I'm that fucking kid. Um, anime is amazing. It is great, but Netflix is making all this anime. They and are. it's just like, are you trying to like weed out? Are you trying to take over the anime scene? Or what are you trying to do, sis? You, you know what they're trying to do. They're trying to be like a global thing. They are. They need to cut it out. They're trying to put their like their hand in every pond. No. Because no. it was one. Did you watch the one called um, Neo Yokio? Neo Yokio. That's Jaden Smith, saying. Yeah. It? Yeah. That's not Netflix, though. That, that is on Netflix. It is on Netflix, but it's not made by Netflix. I'm talking about, like, the Netflix original Which ones are animes. made by Netflix? They say it. A Netflix original. But no, oh, Neo... No, that one had Netflix atop, like, across it. Oh, no. like, is it a Netflix original? No, it just said Netflix. See, you ain't paying attention. <laughs> I'm talking about the Netflix original anime. So which Netflix original animes have you seen? Um, can't think of any. Because <laughs> I usually just avoid them. <laughs> so which animes in general do you like? Um, I really watch the same shit over and over. Which is? So, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay. Um, there's this anime out, this new one called Keke Guri. Mm-hmm. It's like a psycho psychological anime about gambling mm-hmm. high school gambling like this high school is all about gambling it's really good um and it's real freaky so i love that one um what else is on netflix oh aside from anime i've been watching parks and rec i've been re-watching parks and rec parks and rec which which sitcom is that one like is it like a comedy sketch show yeah it's comedy it's kind of like the office mm-hmm but I mean people say The Office is better but I really think Parks and Rec is funnier really yes well I haven't seen Parks and Rec you haven't seen Parks and Rec I think Parks no because there are moments in Parks and Rec Mm -hmm. where I start screaming (laughs) and that is a good that is a excellent sign of fucking funny shit because Mm -hmm. I do not I don't find a lot of shit funny Honestly, I find a lot of dumb shit funny that other mm. people don't find funny, but like genuine comedy, like I barely laugh at comedy because I just, I'm just like, this is the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> like who, like what is the education level of the people that you're trying to get laughing here? Cause like, this is just fucking dumb. <laughs> but Parks and Rec and The Office too. I've had a few screaming moments with The Office, I but it's say, also like. The Office like, is iconic. You got to give it this just dude. No. Yeah, absolutely. I think The Office is great. Cause Stanley, my God. <laughs> I get it. But also, it takes a minute to get into the office. Like, it's very dry at the beginning. And it doesn't really get good until the character development is there. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) Parks and Rec, though, like, it begins funny. Like, the characters are so well acted Mm -hmm. that you don't need to know. Like, they don't need to be developed for them to be funny. Mm -hmm. Like, it's instantly, like, from the first episode, like, they're cracking people up. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Uh, and then when the character development is established in Parks and Rec, it's mm. just like, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> no, I wish I could remember some parts where I was just dying laughing, but I literally would be in my bedroom at 12.30 at night and just some funny shit would happen. I would start screaming. <laughs> I would start screaming and I just know my neighbors are just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like literally like screaming, like uncontrollable screaming, like... How many, um, how many seasons does it have? A lot. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't do all the specifics. I just get it's on been Netflix. On for a while. Yes. And there's like a new season that I've never oh, seen. Oh, wow. Um, where two of the main characters have children. Mm-hmm. Leslie and Ben have children. And I'm just like, where did this come from? Are you prepared to watch the new season? No, because I haven't finished where I am now. I, I'd have to keep going. Um, <clears throat> but then when you get caught up in stuff like that, you just ain't got time to do shit else. Mm-hmm. It's like watching fucking One Piece or Bleach or something. Like, Listen, I watched the whole, like, the whole shebang, like, Bleach, all of it, <laughs> last summer. Holy shit. Yes. Me and my best friend did, and... It was a lot. It was amazing. Because mm-hmm. my favorite part was, and always be, will be, the Run Car Files. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, the whole, it was an experience. Yes, it's a lot. 
it is so much. It's a lot. I just love the character detail mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love the drawing. Yeah, the animation is beautiful. And then you just saw it get better over time because mm-hmm. it started in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy Bleach. Bleach really got me into anime. And really then, yeah. good. And then from there, my friend put me on <clears throat> to this um, anime called Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. I love Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> and from there, I kind of just picked up a couple here and there. I was watching some on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then um, I watched some on Hulu, actually. I think My Hero Academia is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And so I watched that. Mm-hmm. I only watched the first season of that. I heard there's more like seasons out, like there are new episodes out. But okay. Is that the one when like they get turned into um, special girls or super girls or whatever? No, that's the one where the Damn, children have up. like they have like all special superpowers and they get sent to this um, training school. Oh, okay, I've never seen that. It's really good. I can't even say that I'm really into anime because I just keep watching the same shit. I can't really say that I'm into television because I just keep watching the same shit. I mean, there are TV fans that solely watch the shows that they like, that they like, and then they stray from everything else. That's not weird. I think it's weird. Like, I want to watch new animes, but I just never have the time to, like, pay attention to anything new because I'll get home Wait, do you do subbed or dubbed? I do dub <laughs> I stopped doing sub because I just didn't have the energy to read once I really? turn yes, once I get my once I get home like mm-hmm. it's usually nighttime and after showering and night routine and masturbation like <laughs> there's no energy left for reading not even on the screen no especially not on the screen especially not on a Mac screen and so no I be dubbing it up and that's why I be watching the same shit over because a lot of dubs are bad and some dubs are good and so I watch good dubs and that's all I can do I mean I think this summer I might do a couple binge watchings of some new animes Mm -hmm. but it's just like I like what the fuck I like. I've seen, like, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, like, five or six times, and I will keep watching that shit. I will. I will watch K.K. Gordy a good three, four, five more times. And that's it. I will watch Spirited Away a good ten more oh times. Oh, my God. Such a classic. Such a good movie. I might watch that tonight when it hopefully snows. Oh, my God. That would be nice. Yes. Oh my gosh, you got ideas. I hope it fucking snow because I want to go home and pop a bottle of wine open. Yes. And watch the Spirited Way. That would be so nice. Yes, because I have to work really early tomorrow morning and I really need it to snow Mm -hmm. so I can make that call. Yes. (laughs) I hope it snows just for you. Thank you. Because goddamn, that sucks. I'm tired. I was like, snow? Okay. My friends are like, it's not going to stick. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. As long as it comes down. Yes. That's my cue. Yes. (laughs) I don't need it to stick. I just need it to come down. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying. Like, it needs to calm down so I can just make the call. Well, the roads are just two. Mm -hmm. The conditions. Yes. Yes can't make it. I'm praying for it. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) So, in other news, um, have you picked up any new hobbies? You know? Oh my fucking god, yes. (laughs) So, I went to a fucking calligraphy class two days ago. Calligraphy, yes. Beautiful. And I'm about to go into business, Okay. You do calligraphy now? Yes, I do calligraphy now. And my handwriting is fucking ugly, but my calligraphy is cutish. Calligraphy? You gotta explain to the listeners what that is. Okay, for so... For the people who don't know. Calligraphy is just fancy-ass writing. Yep. And it's pretty like... fancy writing. Very pretty... Suffering. Strokes. Upward strokes, downward strokes, thick strokes, light strokes. Um, <laughs> all different types of strokes. All different types of strokes. Long strokes, short strokes. 
But the outcome is always immaculate. Yes, it's always beautiful. And it's just like, the girl who was giving the workshop that I went to, she won't even all that good. <laughs> and so I'm, it's just like, if you get in Where'd workshops. Where'd you go? It was this event on um, Industrial, I think it's called Industrial Road. Mm-hmm. It's some road where they built some new shit, where they took some fucking land and built a whole bunch of new shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like off of, um, where the fuck is that? It's very close to here, actually. It's like a good, like, two miles from Canvas. Um, But yeah, it was just this event for, like, writers. Not even writers, but, like, an artist event where there were Mm -hmm. vendors Mm -hmm. and fucking um, workshops on different things. I think another one was on, like, building your brands. Uh, but it was this free event that they have. This is their seventh year. Mm. I can't remember what it's called. Like, I'm very bad at this. Um, but yeah, we went on a whim and uh, went to the workshop, like, very much by happenstance. And that shit was fucking bomb. Like, I loved it. I'm about to buy me some pins. Like, if them shits want $40 at Barnes & Noble, I would have them already. Right. I was about to say the pins are cute coins. Yes. I'm about to get some from Amazon for a good 30 Good 25. Okay? You knew. Alright, and my birthday coming up, I'm about to have some cash. Okay? Gonna get some pads, some paper. Okay? I'm about to get this Go shit. Go into business. Okay? I'm about to get this shit. If you need invitations, holla at your boy. This calligraphy is so pretty. Yeah. And, so, and I feel like they've done a lot of like compilation videos on Facebook and people have seen it, but they've never known what the name was. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've seen a lot of them. But people are like, do it, and then they'll just like strike through, mm-hmm. and that's just so dissatisfying. Mm. I just like, why would you do that? Yeah, they real extra, and they they it's real white. Like I ain't never seen. I've seen Asian calligraphers, mm-hmm. and I've seen white ones. I ain't never seen no black ones, and I ain't never seen no black gay ones. So I'm about to get up in this shit, okay? I'm gonna run have it, the niches of niche markets. Honey, it's coming. Yes, side hustle. Ordinary Queer Boy Calligraphy 2018. It's on the fucking way. Get ready. (laughs) I got your holiday needs, okay? I got your graduation invitations, okay? I got your wedding invites, okay? I got it all, okay? I got your inspirational quotes. Colors, colors. Words mean things. Yes. Stickers, okay? Mm-hmm. It's coming. So that's one thing. That's one hobby. I'm very excited, as you can tell. Thing. I'm excited for you. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I'm a fan of calligraphy. Yes. Like, I'm very good. I'm very happy about that. Um, the thing is that I'm just, like, I have to relearn my cursive letters. Because oh. I don't. I didn't know all of them. Really, just capital G, mm-hmm. F's. Z. Like, them shits are just really complicated. So, those are the ones I had to relearn. Um, and my writing is absolutely horrible, but I feel like I can be a calligrapher. Watch me, watch out for it. Dude, I tell you, like, it's really discipline when it comes to that, though. Mm-hmm. You just have to, like, Keep doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I be up in the writing center fucking writing my cursive letters every fucking day. I give myself 30 minutes in the beginning of <laughs> the work day calligraphy put the headphones in <laughs> write these cursive letters bitch you're gonna get this shit down if you ain't got no line paper you're gonna get a marker and line it <laughs> a b c d e f g all the way to z <laughs> however many times i can do that shit in 30 minutes okay did that shit today then write a journal post oh. or a journal yes, then read then help a customer or a client or whatever the fuck um, and then try and do some homework. But I've been failing for the last few days doing homework. So I got a paper that's over a week due. Well, you know, the weather is just so terrible. So. Yeah, the weather and like, you know, there has to be some kind of something in retrograde because mm-hmm. I just feel terrible <laughs> this week. <laughs> I just feel fucking horrible and I just don't know why. And um, so, yeah. <laughs> have you um, have you talked to Zakia? No. Really? Mm-mm. Is she one of those people you have to get in contact with again? I would like that. 
Yeah, I think she's really fucking awesome. And she gave me a bomb-ass tarot card reading one time. Yes, you know, and she's that in the, she's in the vegan world now, too. Yes, and I was for a little while. For the what? month of January. For the month of January. Yes. <laughs> How did that experience go? It was cool. It was very manageable, but then, mm. like, cheese. <laughs> and it's just like, cheese. So I have to say, cheese. And I didn't realize that Doritos were cheese until I went vegan. And they are cheese. And I love Doritos. How did you not? And it's called nacho cheese, but it's just like, nobody really pays a fucking attention to what the flavors actually say. <laughs> you just know you like this bag of chips, you know what the fuck it looks like, and you pick the shit up at the store. <laughs> How did you not know incorporated cheese, though? I mean, I knew. I mean, of course it says nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. But then it was really not my cheese. And I was gagged. <laughs> I had to I had to stop eating Doritos. And it was tough. And I did it. But then for a month. Kudos. Yeah, it was a good month. And I think that's why I'm fucked up feel, now. I'm about to say, did you feel lighter <laughs> or different afterwards? Yeah. I mean I was a vegetarian. I've been I was i I'm I've been a vegetarian for over well, I guess it kinda started over because I ate shrimp on Valentine's Day. Mm. But I don't count that. So good. So I've been a vegetarian for over a year now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel better, but I really do feel like the cheese and the shit, like, because when you're vegan, like, just a bunch of shit has animal products in it, Mm -hmm. like a bunch of the junk food, so, like, you can't eat any junk food, and I've just been eating a shit ton of junk food, like, a bunch of cheese, a bunch of junk food. I still drink a lot of water, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I still don't eat any, like, red meat. But it's just like, yeah, I feel like when I was eating a vegan diet, I felt better. To be completely honest, like, I felt much better. Um, But that's okay. You go every day, one step at a time. You do your best every day. That's one of the four agreements. Doing your best. And I've been doing my best. Well, you know. Um... I'm glad you came on the show. Thank you. No. This is really fun. Yeah. I enjoyed you. Thank you. I feel like the listeners enjoyed you. I hope they did. Thank you. <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope a, you come back. I'm planning Please. to, you know, get you, Michael, and Oni in the same. Really? That's a lot. Yeah. Area. So I can do a big episode on that. Cause that's gonna be too much. I'm telling you that right now. I know. <laughs> I've had y'all in class, so I've I peeped that setting, and I need that setting on my show. Oh gosh! All right. So, Good luck. <laughs> you know, that's gonna be in the works further down the line. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It was a pleasure. Like always, guys. Um, be bleep be, uh, mm. be blessed. And don't let Donald Trump get you. Oh, gosh. Please don't. Good luck, y'all. Good luck out here in these streets.